You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Boeing suffers massive $11.9 billion loss in 2020. Not shocking, right? The largest in its history. Tough time for the airline industry. For those who make planes, to those who fly planes, for those of us wanting to fly, there's nowhere to go because all these places are not really operating full tilt. Plus, you don't want to get the Rona going to the airport and being stuck in a tin can that flies. Nobody really wants that. So air traffic is down. Brutal time for Boeing. Again, not shocking. Let's talk about it. Let's see what's going on. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies, but I read the news that you want to hear. Let's jump on in. It's an article by Dominic Gates from the Seattle Times. He is their Seattle Times aerospace reporter, hit both by the grounding of the 737 MAX and the global pandemic that paralyzed its airline customers. Boeing suffered a massive net loss last year of $11.9 billion with a B, the largest in its history. In a message to employees Wednesday morning, Chief Executive Dave Calhoun called 2020 a year of profound societal and global disruption, which significantly impacted our industry. You say that again, profound societal and global disruption. Man, didn't it? Isn't that 2020 in a nutshell? Just everything you knew turned upside down. Yep, we're no longer going to the office. We're all working remotely. Yeah, most of us. And those who can't, well, too bad. You guys are still going to have to risk your lives making your living. Maybe you get the Rona, maybe you don't. It's kind of how 2020 went, right? I mean, just a crazy year. The loss was amplified by a $6.5 billion write-off. See, you've got $11.9 billion loss $6.5 billion write-off on the 777X program following demands from global aviation regulators for a design change to improve that forthcoming jet's safety. We are reviewing your design. We need you to make this little tiny alteration. I know it's going to cost you a little bit, but got to keep those planes in the air. Don't want them dropping out of the sky like, you know, we had a couple there. I mean, don't want that. And I'm 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 kind of really minimizing the situation, but a six point point five billion dollar write off, that's brutal. Ugh, couldn't come at a worse time for Boeing, right? It's like, oh man, all this stuff just coming at once. It's just coming at Boeing. But they do have some new orders. Um I've read a few articles on just, oh hey, Boeing doing okay. But it's it's a business cycle. You're going to have a handful of orders and there's going to be more and more. And then as air flight gets back and companies are like, okay, let's go time. Let's go. Need to get those airplanes. Boeing, how you doing? Hey, haven't talked to you for a while. Need some planes. Let's do this. The company separately reported $1.8 billion in additional accounting charges, including write-offs for the 737 MAX, the KC-46 Air Force tanker, I think that's one that uh, they just got an order for, I don't, was it 12 or 15 planes from uh, the military? And the recent settlement of fraud charges with the Department of Justice. Financial filings released Wednesday show. And though there was no special charge reported for the 787 Dreamliner, management warned there was a danger of one later. So chalk up maybe another couple billion dollar loss, I don't know, to that one. I mean, that's just bleeding cash, bleeding cash. But that is how Boeing goes, right? Really up at times, down other times. And people are always like, oh, you know, like that last one out of Seattle, turn out the lights. 
people are always saying that about Boeing. They never really, they never really talk about it when Boeing does well because it's like, oh yeah, Boeing's just doing its thing. But when Boeing loses a couple of jobs, oh, Pacific Northwest is just going to be decimated with Boeing losing all these jobs, and then we just kind of skip past that and move on to the next thing. Production problems have caused quality defects at the joints of the jet carbon fiber composite fuselages. That's the 787 Dreamliner. So that's the issue with the special charge that is uh, to be determined coming at a later date. Not good. Design changes needed on the 77X. The huge write-off in the 77X came as a surprise to the market. Giant 77X flew for the first time almost a year ago and is being flight tested. Its entry into service is delayed more than two years into late 2023, and its market has evaporated for the immediate future as the global pandemic meant long-haul international passenger traffic has nearly disappeared. People are not going from continent to continent, are they? No, a lot of that is like, ah, we don't want the Rona here, so we're not going to fly there, and please don't come here. Uh, the large international carriers that ordered it are all in trouble and no longer want to take delivery for years, or until the market turns around, and then they'll be like, yeah, I know we said years, but it's been 18 months. We need a plane. We need some planes to get our business going again. In addition, the botched certification of the 737 MAX ensures that regulators worldwide are already taking a painstaking look at the 77X before they approve it to fly. Understand, a couple of them came out of the sky, killed a few hundred people. And yeah, Was it like 300 people total? I mean, it's just incredible loss of life. I mean, that's brutal. So there is going to be a painstaking look at the 77X um, before they approve it to fly because of uh, that whole thing. We don't want a repeat of that, right? In a teleconference with Wall Street analyst Wednesday, Calhoun said that to meet various global regulator expectations, we've made the decision to implement certain modifications to the aircraft design. Man, that stuff is so far over my head. Maybe you engineers out there, you understand a lot of this stuff. But to me, it's like, all right, how do you ascertain that uh, you know, you've got 20,000 people working on this and uh, all of a sudden we need a change to the engineering design? How does that get you know put in place? I don't know. I am not much of an engineer. That just That whole math thing and all that other good stuff, you got to know really well. I mean, beyond me. I'm a real estate guy that reads the news. That's my job qualification now. And I'm, you know, pretty marginal at that at best. He said the modifications include software and hardware changes to the actual control electronics. Okay, that means nothing to me. Maybe to some of you, it will. But you got changes going on. You got to do some charges because well, we need to modify. We're not gonna be able to get this up and running as soon as we thought. So we're gonna have to retool, reimagine, rethink. Actuators are mechanical devices that move the key control surfaces on an airplane. All right, now we're learning something. Including the horizontal tail or the stabilizer, or known as the stabilizer, the rudder on the vertical tail, and various flaps and movable panels on the wings. Sounds complex. Probably is. On the 770X only, an actuator also moves the jet's 11-foot-long folding wingtips. Well, that's crazy, right? Boeing declined Wednesday to specify which specific 77X actuator or actuators are being modified. Which ones are they? We need to know. But since the modification is required only for the 77X and not the current 777 model, 
It's likely the activation of the folding wing tips that require the extra design work. Ah, oh, those folding wing tips. Mm, no, got to redesign them, rethink, reimagine. The 77X is already built, and those that roll out before the design change is finalized will have to be retrofitted with the modification. That sounds expensive. I know we rolled these out and these are ready to go. You guys did a great job, but we got to send it back. You got to retrofit because this design does not work. Don't want the planes falling out of the sky. Calhoun said the 77X charge reflects an updated assessment of global certification requirements. Our latest assessment of COVID-19 impacts on market demand and discussions with customers with respect to aircraft delivery timing. So you got all those factors going on. What's going on with the amount of people wanting to fly? Is there a market demand for it? And we've got customers who don't necessarily want the planes. They don't need them right now because the demand isn't there. Supply and demand, right? We've got the supply. You don't have the demand. We're not going to do this. Nonetheless, he said, despite the challenges, we are confident in the 77X. Well, you need to be because it's your plane. And that is the mantra that you have to stand behind. If you're like, I know we're making the 77X, but I don't know. Ah, it's pretty sketchy. I wouldn't buy one. You never hear that, do you? Despite the challenges, we are confident in the 77X. Oh, of course you are. It's your plane. You need to be. I mean, if you're not confident in it, your customers buying these bad boys are not going to be confident. And I'm kind of making fun, but you've always got these blinding glimpses of the obvious in these articles, right? And it's like, all right, yeah, you need to be confident. Boeing also took a $744 million charge for the deferred prosecution agreement reached with the Department of Justice to allow it to avoid a conviction on criminal fraud during certification of the 737 MAX. Did a podcast on that. That was some interesting stuff. It's kind of like, what? What? What are we doing? Criminal fraud? Department of Justice? Boeing? Deferred prosecution agreement? Whew, stuff going on. Boeing, tough time for Boeing. This settlement consisted of a $244 million penalty. Again, so the penalty they got to pay here, big, it's a quarter billion. It's close to a quarter billion, but it's not huge. That's not a big number for Boeing. $244 million penalty for the criminal conduct plus $500 million. And that's getting up there. Now you got a three quarters of a billion plus $500 million to set aside as additional compensation to the families of the 346 people who died in the two max crashes. All right. So there's the number, 346 people. That's a huge loss of life. Brutal. And that's why we're dealing with the aftermath of this, you know, with Boeing and all this stuff. In the final quarter of the year, Boeing also added a charge of $468 million for the abnormal production costs on the 737 MAX stemming from the jet's grounding. Just all of these moving parts have gone against Boeing. They need some good news. We need some good news for Boeing. Hope we get it. But this is also just part of the business cycle, right? I mean, you got to deal with stuff, figure it out, get past it, put those planes in the air, and that will happen. This is part of Boeing's previous estimates of the cost of the max grounding, not in addition to. So they've already recognized this charge. All right, got to ground these planes. We got to retool these bad boys because falling out of the sky, not an option. Let's go back to the drawing board, make this happen. And in the troubled KC-46 tanker program, they added a write-off of $275 million primarily due to production inefficiencies, including impacts of COVID-19 disruption. So you got production inefficiencies is not really working. We can't get these bad boys out the door to our customers, nor do our customers want them. This all sucks. 
time time time's got to go by before Boeing kind of gets into their next cycle, right? I mean, you can kind of see a trickle of orders and you can kind of see a little bit of stuff going on. But right now, these are not good numbers. These are tough numbers. But, you know, Boeing has come back from all kinds of nonsense. They always rally. They always, they always come back. I don't know. I, I just don't get too worked up about that. I, I've been following this my entire adult life. And as a kid, you're like, Boeing this, Boeing that. It's like, all right, yeah, they're going to make it. I mean, they always have. Why wouldn't they? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I just don't really understand all this stuff. That could certainly be. Finally, Boeing's aftermarket service division, which, for example, provides spare parts and flight operations support to airline customers, recorded a charge of $290 million driven by the impact to its markets of COVID-19. So other people who need the spare parts and the flight operations support for their airline's customers, not so much. Don't need that. Thanks so much. Appreciate the service in the past. But right now we are on a hold for our business relationship. Don't need it because we're not doing too many flights. Just two years ago, before the twin crises of the MAX and the pandemic, Boeing's annual revenue had topped $100 billion. So you've got a bunch of these charges at like a billion or 12 billion or whatever. Keep in mind when they're rolling, hundred billion dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a 10th of a trillion. That is their annual revenue. Huge, huge, huge numbers. For the full year in 2020, the company showed a net loss of $11.94 billion or $28.88 per share on revenue, just $58.2 billion. So their annual revenue is down half. Is that what we're saying? I think it is. And that's for the full year in 2020. So lots of charges. Um, during the quarter, Boeing's cash on hand fell by $11.5 billion to $25.6 billion. And its debt swelled by $2.6 billion to $63.6 billion. So they are juggling cash flow right now, right? As a result, Boeing's net debt, its total debt minus its cash on hand grew by $5 billion in the quarter to $38 billion net debt what it does. A key metric that investors watch is free cash flow, FCF, which is the cash generated by the business minus expenditures on plant and equipment. Boeing reported FCF at negative $4.3 billion for the fourth quarter and negative $20 billion for the year. So in early trading on News Wednesday, Boeing shares lost more than $6.60 or 3.27% falling to $195.45. That's about all I'm going to read on this article because uh, the rest of it goes kind of down some other, um, other areas. But some enormous loss numbers for Boeing. But as they've come back from all this kind of crazy stuff, I think this has been one of the worst whacks Boeing has taken. Am I right? Am I wrong? Percentage wise of their income and um, everything else. I mean, they've had a lot stacked up against them. They'll be all right. That's my opinion. They kind of always are. I don't know. Again, maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. But as this storyline continues, I will keep it going right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to 
forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.